also, I, uh, I've been having a lot of trouble figuring out the cold opens for these. So uh, maybe I'll just time travel in this episode and put this part in right now with absolutely no context as the cold open. <laughs> That's my game plan. So how's it going? Good. Good. How's it going with you? Good. I've got uh, I've got my homebrew beer beside me. Oh, nice. Yes. It's finally time. I was lazy this year. I uh, I I didn't brew. This is the first beer that I brewed. I only realized that like you know about a month ago. I was like, wait a second, did I not brew a beer this year? And I'm like, oh, I didn't. So uh, getting kind of in late. You know, usually I, I brew at least two a year, but uh, this time maybe just the one. Although, who knows? Maybe I'll sneak one in before December is over, but we'll see what happens. Well, very nice. I have not been doing anything productive at all. <laughs> so, you know, nice contrast there. Uh, <laughs> I, I did start watching Succession, which is about as, uh, as much work as I ever do watching what, a TV show. What is that? It's the new HBO Prestige TV show. Oh, okay. That's why I haven't heard of it, because I don't have any of the hbo stuff oh yeah i mean it's been going it's on season three now oh okay so it's been it's been around people have been you know jacking off to it for a while at this point <laughs> you know it's it's the new like oh my god it's like the wire kind of thing where it's like oh this is such a like amazingly deep like real world and it, i mean it is it's really great i love it but like, okay so it is it's, i was about to it's say amazing like, yeah, is it really actually great. that or is it okay. yeah i love it but that is like that's the conversation around it and so like i know personally i had a trouble i had a lot of trouble like broaching and to start watching it because i was just like i don't want to like i don't want to watch something that everyone's loving and not like it and then feel bad afterward yeah you only like <laughs> to do that when i suggest things <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't feel so bad when I do that. You know, you're used to it at least. I am used to it. Yeah. God, I swear to God, I was like lying awake like the other night thinking about how you didn't like Disco Elysium and how much it frustrated me. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I don't know what it, like where I got to that train of thought, but I was sitting there, I was just like, God damn it, Steven, why don't you like Disco Elysium? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, if it makes you feel any better, I feel the same way myself. Okay, so. cool. <laughs> yeah. So 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 okay that that because that was that was the thing right because I, I guess this is my this is my hot take right in the in the first couple minutes of the episode is hell yeah cause people because people said that about Breaking Bad and don't get me wrong Breaking Bad was a fine show but they were like oh this is like it's like as good as The Wire and I'm like is it though it's not I mean it's no, good yeah it was a good no, no, show no. but I I didn't like. I wasn't like, oh my god, you know, in the same, it was just like, it was a very well-made and good show. Yeah, well, I would, so, I agree, like, the Breaking Bad was really good, the Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was really good, but it lacked that, like, crucial element of, like, examination of, of like, society. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was very much a personal story about Walter White. Mm -hmm. And, and Succession is not as personal. Yeah. It's... It is still pretty personal. It's, I mean, it's about the Rupert Murdoch family. They don't say it's the Rupert Murdoch family. They call them the Roys. Uh-huh. But, like, season three has them, like... Or maybe that's even season two. I don't remember. I watched it all. I binged it all, so I don't know what the seasons are anymore. Like, he has to, like, go to Australia. You know, somewhere, somewhere he's been, like, banned from... Because in real life, the Rupert Murdoch family is still banned from Australia. Yeah. Is my understanding. Oh, are they? Uh, okay. people listening, the, the Rupert Murdoch family is Fox News. Yes. Just FYI. That's what they do. Um... And so it's just, it's, it's about them and like how dysfunctional they are and how horrible and ridiculous rich people are. It's, it's, you know, I want to like beat the protagonists to death <laughs> regularly because they're so horrible. Interesting. Well, I watched, uh, the thing that you had. Anime, I hope. Well, I mean, actually, I, I, I 
I I took a short break because we had we had just finished something. I can't remember what it was. I think it was I think it was all the stuff we needed to catch up on. So we had like we had caught up on like My Hero Academia and uh I I accidentally got reincarnated as a slime and uh something else. I can't remember what else we caught up on. Um but like, you know, there was new seasons of all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh so watched all those, which I mean, great, you know, but I've talked about that. Um so we jumped back to Netflix for a bit because I was like, okay, well we need to we need to clear <laughs> up the Netflix queue a little bit. And uh within within that, we watched uh Squid Game. Oh yeah, Squid Game, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Squid Game. Uh I I mean, I don't want to do a whole episode on it because we already have a whole episode worth of stuff, but I will I will I will say this. Um because you had mentioned last time that you you found that it like it it started out strong and then it started to kind of drag uh mm-hmm. towards the end. I didn't find that as much as you as you said. I mean, I I sort of saw where you were coming from, but I was pretty engaged, like, the whole time. I had levels of engagement that, you know, were not the same, but I felt like I enjoyed the entirety of it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I found there was, there was I mean, so I guess spoilers all for Squid Game. Um, so if you haven't watched it and you intend to watch it at any point in the future, uh, I'll give you timestamps. But um, the the whole thing with the old man, like, being the, like, the guy behind everything... Mm-hmm. Fucking totally caught me off guard, you know. Oh, okay. So interesting. That's 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 the thing that didn't catch me off guard. Yeah, I, well, see, that's that's, the thing. I think that probably makes sense. That that's our, that's how our experiences differed. Yeah, it was well telegraphed. So very like, well telegraphed. You could have figured it out, and you clearly did. I yes. I did not. You know. So I was like, oh shit. You know. Like yeah. And this is. I mean, we covered this a little bit last time. This is the first genre like death game genre work you've seen in this style other than like because I don't, I don't consider i don't really consider battle royale to be this genre right yeah. it's too battle royale is too like battley okay whereas whereas these are like you know these are like there's a bunch of like downtime followed by holy shit holy shit holy shit followed by more downtime yeah i mean whereas battle yeah. royale is all holy shit anyway yeah. well I, I guess so have you ever watched three percent three percent is that the one where they all go to like an island or something right yeah yeah, no, I have not. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, it, it's not like a death game, right? It's, it's an, you know, it's like an elimination thing, right? But kind mm-hmm. of a similar, like, type of, it's the same type oh, yeah, of story. Yeah. Unsuccessful like, candidates are eliminated. Yeah, yeah, that, that does sound like that. Same yeah, kind of thing. yeah. They don't kill them afterwards. They just send them back to the slums. But, like, you know, you may as well have killed them at that point. Uh, and so, like, it, it, this is not the first thing like that that I've watched. And I, I felt like, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of it, right? You know, like, this is yeah. not... Uh, it's not like I've spent my like a ton of time watching a ton of these. Although I, I would I would t- I would take recommendations because I do like this particular genre. Like you know I love three percent. I liked this. Yeah. Um, I, gave, I gave you my recommendations already, right? I don't think you did. Akagi. Oh, okay. Maybe you did say that last time. Yeah, they're all anime. So yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I thought it was uh, I I thought it was enjoyable. I'm surprised they're gonna grab another season out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this feels like a one season type of thing, but you know, I, uh, whatever, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was uh, it, it 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 held my interest throughout. Um, the uh, the poor um, English speaking actors in that, oh, yeah, <laughs> they've been beat to death on the internet for how bad. Yeah. And I also don't like. I don't have a problem with that at all. You know, I think it's just it's very it's very like Western centric to complain about that. Yeah, I mean, I've I, seen. I've seen so many shows where actors are speaking a foreign language that's not their first language, 
And it's like, if I was Chinese, right, Mm -hmm. I would be complaining about so many people, like, all of Firefly. Yeah, well, I mean, but, you know, they were, I I think they were, you know, English or, you know, American actors speaking English, you know. They just, I I have to imagine that one of two things happened. Is either they just did not get good stage direction for their, it was basically like, read these lines, and then they did. Or it was like, Need you to speak really clearly because this is supposed to be in Korean. So you need to be like. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know I mean, what it was, but it's. I think it's. I think it's a combination of those. I think it's just that like no one gives a shit if they speak good English. Like it's not important. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, yeah, I mean that's also true, right? It's like it's yeah. like it's like it's a Korean show, and so the English part is like meaningless. Mm-hmm. It's just there to say that they are American. Yeah, but the actual words they say are not important. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so, it was so weird, though, when it's like they, they were not subtitled all yeah. of a sudden. I'm just like, oh, my God, they are speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like it was definitely a shoe on the other foot scenario where we're so used to, like, English being the, like, front and center, like, most important language. Mm-hmm. And for, for, for someone to come in and be like, I don't give a shit what, what, what they sound like when they're speaking English because I don't care. Yeah. It's like that, that was, like, really shocking to people that, like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. Oh man, you can consider English not the most important part of your show? <laughs> How could you think that? you didn't spend the entire time like really crafting and getting all the right No, you just didn't care cuz who fucking gives a shit? It's a Korean show. <laughs> So I am, that was, that's how I felt about it. I mean, I am used to that from, like, all the anime where they have, yeah, like, exactly, an American right? character, and it's, yeah. like, some Japanese dude just, like, reading phonetically English yeah. lines, and yeah. it is exactly. always the best. <laughs> yeah. Always or, the best. Or the, like, so many te- so many American TV shows where someone will speak Italian or Chinese or Japanese or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's getting the, it's getting the Japanese tattoo, right, on your, on your back yeah. that says, like, honor but really it says like this this stupid american paid me hundred dollars for this tattoo yeah fried rice (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean but you enjoyed it i did yes yeah yes i thought it was also a good show it was solid yeah it was solid i i mean i will watch the second season when it comes out because i will just watch basically anything um but i i don't know if i'll finish the second season it depends on what the level Mm -hmm. of quality is I, i i i will say that it immediately drew um it immediately drew some comparisons to uh, Parasite, just in the... Th- oh, oh, God, yeah, 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 I don't know what's going on in, in Korea at the moment, but it seems like there is a lot of stuff... Well, I mean, I'm drawing this comparison out of two pieces of media. I guess the two pieces of media that made it to the West um, in a way that, like, has become popular um, are both kind of in those similar themes, which is interesting. You know, yeah, well, so I, and this this didn't make it to Western news sources, but like there was like a pseudo national like strike in North in South Korea. Oh, okay. So there is some type of there is yeah, actually shit, some type there's of there's shit going on. Okay, yeah, both of my roommates do English teaching in Korea online. Oh. So like I get I get a good steady feed of like what the news is in Korea from that, or at least general ideas, if not actual stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can I can confirm that shit is going on. Fair enough. Okay, because that, that was what I was wondering, is because it really feels like there's kind of at least, <laughs> again, two pieces of media, so not exactly a tread, but yeah. like, there seems to have been an uptick in these kinds of themes coming about out of Korean media making it to the West. And so I wondered if there was something that was kind of going on in relation to that. But yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, that was that was kind of like, okay, Squid Game, I watched it. Um, so, and then I have been watching anime, but uh, I, I've been watching Hajime no Ippo. 
Oh, hell yeah. Okay, but nice. I don't want to talk about it because I feel like anything that you could, any reaction that you provide to any of the things that I have to say at this point will just spoil things for me. So My only reaction is, hell yeah, Hajime no Upi is amazing. Okay. I don't remember anything about the series, so I couldn't spoil it if I wanted. You, you say that, but like, I have some very like, it's like, it's like, anyway... When I finish yeah. it, we will talk about Hajime no Ibo. I mean, I've never even finished it. So, I mean, Jesus you'll be ahead of me on that game. I watched like 60 episodes and I was like, okay, I get it. But do you? Do you get it, yes. Steven? <laughs> yes, I do. It's okay. a great sports anime. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. <laughs> yeah, it's super um, good. The other thing that I wanted to ask you is, have you watched the Cowboy Bebop trailer? Uh, which one? Both of them, I guess, because there were two. Yeah, I can't. I tried. I tried multiple times to watch them. Um... It just hurts. Yeah. I just feel embarrassed for them. Yeah. So, I don't know. What's your reaction? Very similar. Yeah. I was just like, oh, oh, you're not like, none of you guys are giving me the cool vibe. Yeah. I so will. this is a failure. I will watch the first episode, but I would yes. be very surprised if I watch more than one episode. Yeah. It's the same way I feel about the Wheel of Time series coming out later this month. <laughs> See? It's like, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also ready to hate it. Well, see, I have the benefit with that of I've never read Wheel of Time. So for me, like, whatever they present to me is my experience of Wheel of Time, which will yeah. annoy you to no end, I'm sure, because you'd be like, that has nothing to do with the story and what the hell. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the if they do, if if they just adapt to the first book, they'll be okay. Okay. It's it's the problem is, like, if they, if they end up doing multiple seasons, at some point they're going to start having to cut, like, entire books. <laughs> yeah. And like, I say that as a fan. Like, they need to cut entire books out of that series. Yeah, I mean... So you, you, that'll be where it gets interesting. You have said to me on, on, on many occasions that uh, <laughs> the Wheel of Time yeah. is a bit bloated. Yeah, and I say that most people don't like the middle part of Wheel of Time because it slows down a lot and it just becomes really wanky. Yeah. I like that part of Wheel of Time. I have no problem with it. But, like, I say that as a fan of the middle part, they need to cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, boy. So, yeah. I uh, I figured you'd had that reaction to the uh, I don't know I just feel like I feel like yeah. the casting is off and it's all you know, wrong yeah yeah mm -hmm. I mean I think I think Mustafa was a good choice for Jet but that's about yes it. yes Jet Jet's casting is good I don't like I don't like Spike or um, Faye Faye's yeah Faye's yeah casting. I mean no offense to John Joe but like he just doesn't I don't know he just doesn't fit the fit the bill he's for not me. cool he's not yeah he just doesn't he doesn't come I, off I as don't cool. feel like he's cool yeah like yeah. Get Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, get Keanu Reeves and get um. Get, oh my God, who's the who's the actress who keeps working with um, uh, Tim Burton? Oh, uh, Helen Boehm Carter. Really, Helena Boehm Carter. Get Helena. Oh yeah. You think so? She's she's so crazy <laughs> that I feel like it would work. Because okay. because Faye's crazy. Like Faye's like that's her like yeah. you know she's like mysterious and she has a character but like her her face is like crazy lady. Yeah. Right? That's the face she puts out. Mm -hmm. And like, Hello and I'm Bum Carter. I'm sorry, I'm butchering the name, but <laughs> she does Crazy Lady really well. I'm just imagining her Harry Potter character as Faye Valentine. <laughs> and it's like, yes, 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 yes. That works. <laughs> I will be interested to see if they pull, because I mean, trailers sometimes suck. So maybe I'll, maybe yeah. I'll be pleasantly but, surprised by the first episode, but I'm not really expecting it. Yeah. Especially that first one where they were, like, moving between colors. No, that one was really bad. Um, and I found the second one to be infinitely better than the, like, the, the first mm -hmm. one that they put out. But I was still a little bit like, I don't think this is really... This is not hitting the, the right mark for me, you know? Yeah. But... Yeah, uh, I agree. Also, I, uh, I've been having a lot of trouble figuring out the cold opens for these. 
So uh, maybe I'll just time travel in this episode and put this part in right now with absolutely no context as the cold open. <laughs> That's my game plan. Us talking about Cowboy Bebop or no? Literally, what, what I just what I literally just said <laughs> yeah. just now. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> stick that in. It's I like that. Open. It's hard, man. Every time I start these fucking episodes, I'm just like, shit. What am I going to do for the cold open? I need something clever for the cold open. <laughs> oh, see so that you're you're putting yourself in a corner there. Stop yeah. thinking it has to be clever. It just has to be something. It just has to be cold. It has to be cold. Yeah, just like put like I don't know. Uh, do um were you just Rick random Christmas music, random Christmas music for a cold open. Were you just Rick Sanchez there for a second? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I was, just, I was trying to force my my words out through my brain. <laughs> oh man, um, mm. I listened to your two songs. Oh, cool. That was what I was gonna jump to next. Yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, I I had to stop listening to. Your house is just a place the first time because I was not expecting vocals. I told you there was going to be vocals. Yeah, but it's, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> and so it was just like, oh my God, that's Jason singing. I have to, I have to like mentally prepare myself to hear my brother like sing emotionally on a song. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I did that, it was great. I liked it. Really? Okay, nice. Um, it, yeah, I, I liked both of these. Um, your house is just a place reminded me of um, Space is Not a Place by uh, uh, Nicholas Jar. Who was the who was the artist behind um, that one album we both liked? Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Nicholas Jar. Space is not a place. Yeah, uh, all against logic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, against all logic. Against yeah. all logic. You reminded me, you reminded me a lot of that. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, it's like it's very 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 similar. Where it's like these like very minimalist vocals, kind of over top this like I don't want to say light because it's not that's not really what I'm saying. This like acoustic esque like um, ballad. Yeah, I mean, I was going, I was going very log. That was what I was looking for, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like synth in the bass and and like, like, just like a a, a very like kind of you know simple guitar pattern going over the top of it, um, and then just kind of kind of crispy vocals, you know, a little, little scratchy. Yeah. That was that yeah, was, I liked it. Cool. I if you were going for log, I would have put a, I would have put a piano in there somewhere. Yeah, I thought about that, um, and I couldn't come up with anything, and so I abandoned yeah. it. But uh, I also yeah. tried to put drums in, um, but I I kind of the part that I'd want to put drums in was the the quote unquote chorus part of it, um, where I didn't truthfully I didn't really play that part to a click because normally when I play this, I don't play it to a click. Um, so... I'm sorry, excuse me? Play it to a click? Oh, sorry, okay, maybe I... I, I, Like a metronome. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, that was some jargon you just laid down on me. I apologize. I've never heard that before. Okay, yeah, so a a, a click is a click track. Um, and so... Oh, a click track, okay, I do know what those are. Yeah, and so I I didn't play it to a click track, so it's not, it's not so much exactly perfectly in time. Um, it's, it's, that, that part is a little bit more, the rest of it is played to a click, because I, I... Like, I felt like that was necessary, but, like, for the strumming part, I was like, eh, you know what? I always just kind of play this freeform, so I'm going to play it freeform, Um, which doesn't really lend itself to drumming, because if you don't have a steady tempo, (laughs) then it's not going to fucking work. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be honest. I did not notice that it was, I mean, if there was something timing wrong with the song, I did not notice anything like that. It sounded very coherent. That's good. I appreciate that, that, that. That came that came across that it did not sound it, like because it, yeah. it it slightly speeds up at that point because I just when I'm not playing uh, to a click 
I I tend to rush a little bit, yeah. and so that was that's fine. Yeah. yeah, I actually it's interesting because my main complaint, my complaint, my main criticism of your other my, your Earthbound song is that it's too rigid. Mm. You don't swing enough. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if you were I don't know if you were going for Earthbound literally or just using Earthbound stuff to make a song. Mm-hmm. So if it's the first one, you needed more swing. If it's the second one, then you didn't. Yeah, I was just trying to use a lot of the Earthbound soundboard uh, mm. for it, but I, I was just trying. Like, I honestly, I was just fucking around. Yeah, the um, I mean, the whole thing is great. I love the part at uh, what a minute or so where it starts using that like click. Oh, dude, I was upset. So that's um, that's off of that. That is not off the Earthbound sound font. It's off of something else. Um, but it's called. Uh, I think it's called like railway uh railway transformer. And it's like, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like that electrical sound of like, like a transformer clicking over. I was yeah, like one, one fifteen. One fifteen. Here, let me actually listen to that. Yeah, literally one fifteen. Yeah, that. Oh, that, that part. Like, that I love that. Oh yeah, yeah like that, that's, kind of, that's Earthbound. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah, it's like the breakdown with like the uh, the telephone in the background. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then it goes to that 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 sound is the. That like um kind of like staticky stuff in the like afterwards at like around one twenty four. That's yeah, that's the, definitely the Gigas stuff, right? No, that's the that's Summer's Beach. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, but um I, I went down a couple octaves on the keyboard. Oh. Because I that's the fun thing about those soundboards is like you could play them at different parts of the keyboard and it like modulates the sound, you know, to be higher or lower and. You know, with higher, it's faster. With lower, it's slower. So you get sort of, like, weird. So, that's, so that, that was how I was able to do the thing with the telephone of it kind of, like, having different keys. Is I just, I, I built up a cord on the telephone, um, you know. So it's, like, it's got, like, just all these different things going on. Fucking, mm. Yeah, I really liked it. It was really good. It didn't sound like Earthbound. But now that I know you weren't trying to sound make it sound like Earthbound, then I have no, I have nothing to say other than that I liked it. Nice. It was really good. Yeah. What did you think of, like, the, the end part starting around, like, Three minutes. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, the, like the da, 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 with the like snare roll going on. Yeah, that's great. And like the little chorus in the background. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff for sure. Me, me too. And like when I made that, I was like, I got that. I literally got that stuck in my head for like two weeks. Which I don't get my own shit stuck in my head normally. I was just like. I basically, I made this and I was like, oh fuck, did I accidentally make a banger? If, if not, I definitely made a banger for me. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Cool. I am glad you enjoyed it because, uh, yeah, I have not been able to make anything even close to as good since. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> and I've been trying. But that's the problem, right? Is like, when you're trying, you can't, you know? Like, you have to just, like, I made this completely by accident from just like, I was doing stuff and then suddenly things just, something clicked and I was like, oh, I think I know what I want to do with this. And I just kept making it and it just came out and it was fucking like, I, I was like, Oh, I like this. I like what I just made where I, as some of the shit that I've been making recently, like I, I keep fighting the music and I need to just walk. And I, I have, I need to just walk away from it for a while and then listen back to it and try to figure out what the hell it wants to be and just do that instead of, Trying to force it to be something that I want it to be. Sure. I apologize no. if that sounds incredibly pretentious, but that is how it feels. No, no, no. No, that makes sense to me. That makes sense. But I, I don't. I have no. I have no insight into that world. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, music making music is fucking hard. You know, like 
I, I, I really respect anybody that's able to like, I mean, shit, man, you know, we're about to talk about four albums and it is yeah. amazing to me that people are able to like make an entire album of songs. Cause I made like two songs, one of them that I wrote fucking a million years, like seven or eight years ago. And all I did basically is record it and add a synth part, you know, like, and another one where I accidentally made something. And have not been able to accidentally make something again. So the fact that you can, you know, make an entire hour's worth of songs for an album, it's like I understand why this shit sometimes takes a year, two years, three years. It's like you gotta you gotta you gotta wait for the fucking muse to show up and like give you the magic sauce because <laughs> you cannot force it. <laughs> yeah. You just you have to wait for your your actual brain to tell you what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So any anything else before we jump into the music? Um no. Nothing I can think of. All right. Well, so why don't we talk about uh, what were the, the, the two albums that you recommended, Stephen? Uh, I recommended uh, Donuts by Jay Dilla. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I don't know how to describe it. It is, it is adult swim music. <laughs> it's actually uh, quite very, literally. That's a very good way to describe it. I, I yeah, got that. I mean, it is literally way. that. Yeah. It, I mean, oh, did, yeah. they use, I, did, did they use Jay Dilla for yeah, some of the breaks? A lot of the bumps we've heard in our youth were from Jay Dilla. So that, okay. Yes. Well, there you go. Literally, yes. Um, and then I also recommended The Suburbs by Arcade Fire, which is just like an indie rock uh, concept album. All right. And then, uh, and why did you recommend those two albums? Um, Jay Dilla for exactly what I just described. It's Adult Swim music. And I know we've both watched a lot of Adult Swim in yes, our youth. together. So you so definitely know. <laughs> I thought it was interesting to get a, a look into the actual artists behind some of that bump music that I think we all loved. Because I mean, I know I love bump music oh, yeah, me as in well. Adult Swim. Yeah, it was so good. And then Arcade Fire, just because it's, like, a really good album that I consider, like, I don't know, quintessential is a strong word, but, like, it, it's worth it to listen to it, mm-hmm. always. All right. And then I recommended uh, Eros Anteros by Oathbreaker and uh, Mariner by uh, Cult of Luna with special guest Julie Christmas uh, on uh, on vocals. Um, and so I recommended, actually, both of these for similar reasons, because I know that you enjoy uh you enjoy female vocalists in in metal music mm-hmm. um and uh i specifically recommended the oathbreaker album because i know you like that Amisers album um and i i felt like this was going to be kind of in the same sweet spot and then the mariner one i just because julie christmas is a fucking insane vocalist and like really I don't know. Maybe maybe I there's some other vocalists that are like her, but t- to me, her delivery is pretty unique in the way that she goes about it. And I was like, all right. So if if I'm gonna do two two metal albums again, and you know, make Stephen <laughs> listen to two screamy metal <laughs> albums, these are gonna be the two screamy metal albums that I'm gonna throw at him. So that yeah. was mine. So do you want to do one of mine first or one of yours first? Oh, let's do one of yours first. Okay. Which one would you pick? Uh, let's do. Mm, that's hard. Let's do Cult of Luna first. Okay. I feel like that's the one I I have maybe less to say about. I don't know. Okay. Let's just do that one first. Go for it. Um, I didn't like this album as much as I like the other album. That's a little spoilery, but that's that's the best way I can put it. I mean, if you if you put uh, it first, I usually assume you did not like it as much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I liked parts of this album a lot. Um, I loved. I liked Julie Christmas. I I I kind of feel though. I mean, this is, I feel like Julie Christmas, like, didn't give her all on this album. 
Okay, you're half the defender, uh, but go ahead. Yeah, because because like I listened when I started listening to it, I was like, oh, this is really good. I like this. I like the vocals. I like you know you know I could take the. I mean, I can always take the screamo vocals, take it or leave it. But they didn't really bother me as much as they usually do. I think I'm just getting used to those kind of lyrics, honestly. Um, it's it's funny. I I, I I don't mean to pause you here, but like as you you said this multiple do. times, and I, I need to I need to. To, to make one point because it, it's it's funny to me that you say this now because it was your fault in the first place that I started listening to bands like this. <laughs> like you did this to you were like, yeah. oh, you should listen to Opeth and you should listen to Akrakaki. Yeah. You should listen to. And I started listening to these. And then now all of these years later, you're like, ah, I don't really like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, Akrakaki was fucking middle school for me. Like, you have to understand that, right? <laughs> I was fucking 12 when I was listening to, like, Agrikaki in the back of a bus. <laughs> so, like, I've had multiple decades to, like, get over. It's fine. It's just, like, it's so surprising. It's just, like, you you were the one who were, like, these are great. And now you're, like, ah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, continue. I did not mean to derail you. <laughs> And so, like, I was really digging it. I was really digging it until I got to the Wreck of SS Needle, right? Uh, and the intro for that song ruined the rest of the album for me. Because it is the only place where I feel like um, Julia Christmas is singing without, uh, singing with reckless abandon. Like, the way she sings at the start of this song is hurting her voice. And because of that, it sounds amazing. It sounds like the, um, what you just said, the, uh, that one album, the, um, fuck. The Amasur's album. Yeah. Where she's like, let me see. Let me get the actual timestamp for you. Yeah. Okay. 1820. Right around there. Let me go. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah. That, where that she's is like, hurting her voice. She's shrieking. Yeah. That's that's like, that's painful for her and that's going to like hurt her. And like, you shouldn't do that as a singer. Like, that's a bad technique to use. Mm. And so she doesn't do it on any other song on the album, but that's the sound that I want. It's that exact thing. It's like, I like that sound. Yes, of somebody literally screeching at the top of their lungs. Yeah, and so like, I really loved The Wreck of SS Needle. Okay, okay. When you started that sentence, I thought you were going to tell me that you didn't like it. No, I I loved it to the point where every other song on this album was kind of like, eh, it's not at The Wreck of SS Needle, so why am I even bothering? I just want to listen to that song again. (laughs) <laughs> it was so good oh my god yeah i love this song particularly yeah okay I, I mean i recommended this album specifically on the basis of the wreck of the ss needle so if you didn't like it i was gonna cry yeah. and if you did yeah. like it i was gonna be like okay hell yeah so you yeah. like the wreck of ss needle that's i mean that's what i was looking for i yeah. thought and I, and I i think chevron i liked also good. you know i didn't it's not that i didn't like the other songs right like uh yeah i, I mean i chevron's good it's just like yeah, there's not as much no, of her I mean, just, yeah. like, absolutely going nuts. Yeah, I mean, there is. there are some parts in Chevron where she does let loose a little bit, but she's doing it in a duet with the, the male vocalist. Yeah. And it's like, eh, you can just, you can just, you can just take that male vocalist off there. And I, and I, I usually don't do this, but I looked up some reviews for this album. Uh-huh. And apparently Julia, Julie Christmas and the drums were recorded separately and then, like, mixed in later. Okay. Um, and I didn't, like... You know, I'm not a I'm not a keen ear, so it's not like I could tell that that was the case or anything, right? It, it's it's seamless as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the kind of thing where it's like maybe if they were all doing this together, he would have backed off a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, like and let her like because her voice is amazing. So I, I just want more of it. Yeah, no, she's fantastic, and it's like I mean, like that, like the delivery of her from like that kind of like weird, like almost childlike 
kind of singing to like just this insane banshee shrieking is it's on point. I very much enjoy it. Yeah, the only part where that bothered me is uh, in Cygnus. Uh, okay. Um, in particular, I'm trying to find a, a timestamp. Um, and you remember that band you showed me, either the last podcast or the podcast before, um, where it's like carnival music almost? Okay. That band. I don't remember what they were called, but like they had they, the, the, the vocals were like cutesy creepy, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And Cygnus was where like... Let's see if I can find a timestamp. I just felt like there were a couple moments where I wasn't taking, uh, oh yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Like 4630, you know what I'm saying? Like cutesy, creepy, yeah, like not, whispery. Yeah. yeah. That, that I have trouble taking that, that kind of vocal style seriously. See, I, I, I find that less on Cygnus and more on Chevron, which is interesting. I actually don't, it doesn't bother me. I actually really dig it, but like, I do see what you're saying. I, I don't, I don't hear it on Chevron at all. That's interesting. Mm. Oh, okay. No, no, no. 15. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's a little bit there. Yeah. Um, but Cygnus is where it, like, really popped out to me. Yeah. I Especially mean, in that, the middle part of Cygnus. Yeah. yeah. In truth, The Wreck of the SS Needle is just like, I could just put that on repeat, and that may as well be the album to me. So, yeah, you know. That al- and, and I will say also, uh, I, liked, I liked Transition, Approaching Transition. Oh, that's a great track. I mean, that's much yeah, that's more... that's a great track. That's much it's a post-rock track. Well, yeah. I mean, that is much more like a, like a classic Cult of Luna track. So if you like their post-rock stuff, you, you would love their later albums, especially um, All Along the Highway is, is just a straight post-rock album or post, post-metal oh, nice. album. It's not like, it's, it's, it's not, See, I wouldn't, go ahead. I wouldn't describe Approaching Transition as post-metal though. Like I would, I would firmly say it is post-rock. Well, I mean, I don't, I, the, I, I feel like the line between post-metal and post-rock is, is so blurry that mm, you may that's a good point yeah like they may as well be the same like the only reason why i say it's post-metal is because they're a metal band and so they make they're metal. literally post-metal so yeah. they're literally post-metal but like you know i when when you do post-metal honestly like and you're not trying to on purpose inject a bunch of metal into it like unnecessarily yeah. you basically are just making post-rock so i mean metal is just a version of rock yeah, I mean, metal is just so like rock with harder yeah. drums and harder vocals. Like, and if you and if you take away the vocals and lessen the drums a little bit, it's like it becomes you know, very hairs. difficult to distinguish. Yeah, between yeah, exactly. rock and metal. No, I mean, yeah, and and like I have that honestly, I have that reaction to somewhere along the highway. It's my least favorite album by them. It is most people's favorite album by them, and I understand mm. why. Because if you come to them looking, if, if that is the first album you heard by them and you wanted to hear more, the rest of their, like, uh, their catalog is going to thoroughly disappoint you. Whereas, like, if you come to them for the sludge metal elements that I like from them, then, <laughs> then <laughs> that album is just a weird blip. <laughs> That's what it is. But yeah, no, that, I mean, you, you like the song that I wanted you to like, you got what I wanted you to get out. Yeah, I really like the record SS Needle. I wish there was a whole album of that. So do I. I mean that 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 track is fucking amazing. It's so yeah, good. It's, it's really good. I was I was like I was lukewarm on the first two albums, and that came out. I was like, oh my, not album songs, and that came out. I was like, oh they, wow, I hope the rest of the album is like this. And it's like, no, that's all I get. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if I was if I if I if I was the mixtape type of person, this would be on the mixtape. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, other, other, otherwise, other than like just the vocals, because I feel like that's all, all we've been talking about. Um, the rest of the album is is like I don't know. I wasn't like surprised by any of the instrumentation or anything. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I just yeah yeah because it's like 
I mean, this is just more Cult of Luna, but with a different vocalist, like layered on top sometimes. So I, I, I imagine most of your comments from the first Cult of Luna album would carry over here. <laughs> yeah. And just like that. Yeah, exactly. There's like there's some moments where I feel like it comes to life a little bit. Uh, I like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going through these again just to listen to some of the parts. And it's like I, I really like the openings of a lot of these songs, mm. actually. Like the opening to Cygnus is pretty great. I don't I'm not a big fan of the, the cutesy vocals, but I like the riffs and stuff that are coming off the, the opening. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen to the Cygnus song just going through it again. I'm not a big fan of the vocals, but the instrumentation is really nice. I do. I do like that. A solid like seven out of ten album for me i mean you know what i will take it (laughs) if you can't stand like you know screamy like screamo vocals as you describe them screamo vocals even though that is hilarious they're not yeah hilarious term for what is it not um and the cutesy vocals see for me like i think the first time i listened to this the cutesy vocals were like i was like uh but like now like that i've listened to this a bunch of times like i adore them i'm just like oh like it's I feel like the juxtaposition between those and like her just banshee screams are just like it's it's mm, chef's kiss. It's so good. So like I di- I understand where you're coming from, but I, I definitely became more accustomed to them over time. And you, you could decide whether or not that's worthwhile. But uh, I did I did definitely. Yeah. But I, yeah. Oh, but I think it was the birthday massacre was the band you were referring yeah, to. Yeah, birthday massacre. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like the birthday massacre, then yeah, I can understand why yeah. you don't like the. Q- I just Masters. I have I have a bad history with that style of music. Yeah. Of like circus fair metal. Yeah. So well, actually, I think I we're gonna tend- we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, in 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 a, in, a, in a different way for me. Um, and I won't spoil the discussion, but I'll just say I ha- I I realized a similar thing about myself related to a different type of vocals. So we'll oh, uh, cool. okay. we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. I'm excited. Um, Beyond Redshift was an interesting outro for the album, though. Yeah. So I I take it to, I, I, from reviews, no one mentioned it. So I take it it's an it's an extra track. But uh, uh, you, you you don't pay attention to the Discord, do you? God no. I don't even pay attention to my like roommates Discord. Jesus so I, I mean good luck. I I I I I I said on uh on on October the 20th, 2021. So I just noticed the Cult of Luna album includes the bonus track Beyond the Redshift. I would consider the track optional. <laughs> oh right, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I actually liked it. I thought it was a good outro. I figured you would like it. Um I that was the first time I had listened to it. Um because yeah. it's a uh, yeah. I was going to say it sounds like a movie OST or something. That's all. Yeah, and it's Nothing wrong with it. I just like it was weird to me because I'm so used to the album ending after Cygnus, and I feel mm. like Cygnus is the right place for it to end. And that was just kind of like a weird epilogue. It's fine. I mean, it's a perfectly good track, but it's it's really post rock, which I know you like. So cool, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't consider the album. I consider the album ends at Cygnus. No, I agree. Cygnus is a the the, the fade out is like that's an album ender. For yeah. Sure. And it's like, I mean, that's the high point, you know, it gets like so fucking crazy. And then like, and then it just kind of, you know, yeah, drops to nothing. Also, I don't know, like, I mean, I don't really think about this when I think about the album, but like, apparently this album is about like space travel, which I think is kind of like. Yes, yes, apparently. Yes, I I don't really, I mean, I I like the kind of, you know, nautical like imagery, like from the wreck of SS Needle, obviously. Yes, you know, definitely. In contrast to like, you know, the whole space thing. Like, I like that kind of stuff just in media in general, but like, I don't exactly get some kind of massive, like, oh, this is about space travel, even though one of the, I mean, the outro is Cygnus and then the yeah. bonus track outro, <laughs> yeah. Beyond the Redshift. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the reviews I read, the few I read, were also confused about that aspect. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, this doesn't really seem like. A sci-fi concept album. Yeah, it's like it's like sure, Cult of Luna, sure it is. Whatever you yeah. say. <laughs>
Also, before we move on, I do just really want to like reiterate, holy crap, does it sound like uh, she is injuring her voice. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, yeah. I mean, she is. She's literally doing that. Yeah, so, God, yeah, there's a reason. Care- there's a reason you don't hear that style of vocal very often. Yeah, fucking please, please be careful with your voices, people. God, that just yeah. sounds like it. Like as somebody that like does like to sing, like God, that sounds like it fucking hurts. Holy shit! And yeah. it probably does a lot. So yeah. I just I I wanted to reiterate that point because I didn't want to mm-hmm. <laughs> leave yeah, without yeah, yeah. really hammering that home. Holy shit! Yeah. And that's why it's so special to hear it because it's like yeah. you sacrificed a real part of your physicality to do that. <laughs> So let's move on to uh, to uh, the suburbs by the Arcade Fire. Oh, the suburbs first, not Jay Dilla. I'm surprised. Okay. I thought that was going to surprise you. Yeah. Um, so hmm. I am. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I, I don't think I think you actually said this, so I don't think it's that much of a limb. It's a pretty solid limb, more like a branch or like maybe an entire tree. Uh, but uh, you recommended this to me partially on the basis of the fact that I had recommended uh, Ghost City by Delta Sleep to you, right? Yes, almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is like this was this was my version of that album for sure. So, and I, I guess maybe this is a disappointing comment to you, but I I found that. I, I knew that going in and I felt that, you know, like listening to the album, I saw the, the comparisons and I felt like that particular comparison was not favorable to this album from in my like perspective. A, in like a thematic way or like musically? Musically. Interesting. Also thematic, actually. And I'll get into that, too. But like, because well, the, the album you would you Delta City is about the city, obviously, and this is about the suburbs. So it's not quite one to one, obviously. No, it's uh, and I mean it's uh, I mean we'll, look we'll, we'll jump into it then because I feel like I feel like the Delta Sleep album I mean to me it, that says much more like uh you know surveillance state and uh you know like oppressive environment and you know the the whole escaping the city is like literally like escaping fucking like fascism basically you know yeah 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 whereas like. The suburbs, like, read to me a lot more like, oh, you things used to be better in the past when we wrote letters. <laughs> like, oh, interesting. Like, hmm. I, I and, and it was, like, a couple tracks that really, like, like got that out to me. It was just like, it's like, oh, everything was better in the past. It's just like, dude, it felt more like Ludditism than it did, like, escaping hmm. from oppression is how it how it read to me. And that's that's me partially bringing in my own biases because I fucking hate shit like that. Um, and so, like, anything that feels that way is very, like, immediately, like, uh, to me. But, uh, so, that, that did not help in terms hmm. of theming. Yeah, because it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a criticism of the suburbs, right? It's just a, like, this was what it was like growing up in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, it's not endorsing it or, de- like, um, decrying it. It's just, like, yeah, this that is almost it. Makes it. That almost makes it worse, though. It's like, it's not even taking a stand. It's just like, here's the thing. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I find it very nostalgic, I guess, for me. But that mm. that might be because it's literally nostalgic for me, so that doesn't help. Yeah, well, see, there you go, right? Because, I, I mean, me listening to this album, it's like, okay, I'm hearing it, and now it's in my brain, and now it's not in my brain anymore. Um, and I, 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 I think that, like... It also does not help that, you know, as somebody that literally, like, cause to me, it, it did feel like a little bit of like a, like, oh, we got to escape from the suburbs type of thing. And maybe that was a wrong reading of it, but it, it certainly well, towards the end felt that way. 
Um, like, especially in like like the sprawl too, which by the way, great fucking track. Mm. Yeah, great yeah. fucking track. Yeah. But it, it, that that theming was there, and it's like as somebody that literally chose to live in the suburbs on purpose, I'm like, what's wrong with the suburbs? They're fine. Like, <laughs> it's where I live. <laughs> I literally live in the suburbs. But um, so I don't know. I I, I feel like this album. Like you remember, so two two podcasts ago when we talked about um, lyrical lyrical focus versus music focus, right? Sure. Where we talked about basically it's like an album, like a, a song is either trying to grab you with the 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 actual text of like this is what we're talking about, or it's trying to grab you with like this is the musical kind of thing behind it. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's you know way more of one, way more of the other, whatever. Sure. But the because the I the lyrics of this didn't really resonate to me, I felt like something was lost in a way that like the Delta Sleep album is musically very great, and then the lyrics to me only elevate it. This was like the music was was okay. It was pretty good. Um some parts were great, some parts were meh, but the lyrics really didn't connect with me for the most part. Hmm. I mean, you know me. I don't listen I, to the lyrics. I, I don't like I don't get any like I, I only get the emotional like resonance of the song so i'd like you could very well be right that's as far as i'm concerned right it's like <laughs> i don't i don't even really i mean i'll also i'll say what my piece here i don't even consider the first six songs to really be a part of the album in like a real way like those first six songs until you get to half-life one you can just throw those songs away i mean i like them they're all good songs but they're not important to the album in any way to me <laughs> you gotta tell me these things before we start these albums man <laughs> yeah this is, well, this I don't is want, not I don't the first. Inf- I don't want to. In- I, it was a mistake to influence you by comparing it to Delta Sleep in the first place. That was the misstep. Yeah, I, I think I think that that was that was definitely a a, a misstep on your part because yes. I did I did constantly compare. Although I don't think I would yeah. have been able to avoid it just because of the no. actual physical content of it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was you did happen. you did recommend this to me right after the suburbs, so I I knew that it was that anyway. Like, yeah, that was inescapable. Yeah, and so like. To me, the album starts with Half White, and the first like I like the like I like Modern Man and Rococo and City with No Children. Those are all really fun songs, but there's no like cohesiveness to them. Mm, and yeah. I, I feel like you're agreeing with me there, right? I mean, they're just yeah. songs. I, I yeah, I mean the the intro to this album is always really rough to me. In fact, I, actually, I have a note here where I was like, "Why do you even like this?" Because I mean, <laughs> I, I think maybe the answer is because it's nostalgic, but like. You know, you have you have espoused on multiple occasions. Oh, I don't really like straight ahead four piece rock, and like this is the most straight aheady of four piece rock that you could possibly produce. Yeah, so like the suburbs is fine. I like um, I don't. Yeah, it's fine. It's a fine song. Ready to start is okay. Um, it's really halfway for me. That's where it mm. like starts to like go somewhere. Yeah, I mean the back half of the album is definitely the best part. But I Way really better. I, I really want to dwell on this point here for a second. Sure, I, sure, sure. I, I can't. I can't. I can't let it pass us by. Uh, do you do you or do you not actually like straight ahead four piece rock? Because I can't feel like I feel like I can never pin down an answer with you. <laughs> huh? I like straight ahead four piece rock that is not that doesn't sound the same as every other straight ahead four piece rock sound. And what's, and like, what about this? So then, what about this sounds different to you? Uh, the like. So okay. So in Half Light, mm-hmm. uh, right around a minute, okay, it like gets this like violiny orchestral backdrop going. Uh huh. And that's it. There you go. That's why I like it. That. That sound combined with the rock happening in the foreground, I'm a sucker for that every time. Okay. All right. I'm just trying, you know, you, I thought the closer I had a fa- it gets to electronica, the better. <laughs> 
I thought I had a fairly good grasp of your music tastes before we started doing <laughs> Yeah, this. good luck. I don't have a fair grasp of my music taste. So yeah, I mean, if you're struggling to understand music taste, that's okay, because I don't understand my music tastes. They change often and constantly. Yeah, and so like, it, it, this this album was a huge surprise to me that it, you you recommended this. Like, this seemed to me like something that I could not imagine you listening to and liking. Like, if I had suggested this album, you would have been like, this is generic bullshit. Get this out of here. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I feel about the first six songs on the album. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I like I do like City with No Children. City with um, No Children. Yeah, actually, I think it's I, a really good one. Let me look at my look. At, let me look at my notes and see which songs because I know I know the okay. So Sprawl Two, Empty Room, and Suburban War were the three that I yes. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like Suburban War all the way through, but I think that the end of Suburban War is fucking fantastic. Yeah, they, they they get like a little bit. Um, it gets a little orchestral after Halfway. The all of that stuff after it, like there's a little bit of a backdrop of like sadness mm-hmm. happening, and I just I enjoy that sound. Um, although that said, I also really like I like Month of May, even though that's like a totally just like that doesn't fit with the rest of the album in a lot of ways. I just like yeah. I think I really just like the female vocalist on this, which is why I like Empty Room so much, you know? Oh, Empty Room. Yeah, let me listen to that again. Let me... Like, around oh, yeah. a minute. Like, it's just like... I mean, it's so hype. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like... Yeah, this is a great song, too. But nothing in this album reaches the heights of Sprawl 2, Mountains Beyond Mountains. Like... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, this track... First of all, this track reminds me the most of Delta Sleep. Like... Like honestly, if you if you stuck this track towards the end of Ghost City, it it wouldn't be totally out of place. Like, no, definitely, yeah, yeah. It's got that. It's got a, a enough of the same vibe that it almost works. I, I would um, also point out that this is an eight. This is eight years before Delta Sleep, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some overlap because of that. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some. In, I mean, I know the Arcade Fire is an influential band, and people like the Arcade Fire. Uh. I just don't love this album that much, but I love this song. And if the whole album was like this type of thing, it's like almost like a like a pseudo eighties type of like like backbeat type of thing. Like, yeah, fuck, I would, I would, I would love this album. But so what, it's what are the what are the songs you liked again? Um, so empty room, the end of suburban war, and the sprawl two. I'm surprised you don't like we used to wait as well. Well, see, the problem with the We Used to Wait, because I do like parts of it, but it's got the, but I didn't write a letter. It's like, oh. <laughs> it just, it annoyed me. <laughs> That's the problem with that song. Yeah, because ostensibly I should have liked that, that, that That was one case where the lyrics actually made me yeah. like the song less. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's, I've never, the only lyric I know from that song is We Used to Wait. <laughs> And see, that's the difference between us, Steven. It's like, yeah. I can't help but listen to the vocalists, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I yeah. mean, I've said it before, right? It's like, I mean, vocals is technically my instrument. It's the thing that I'm probably better at than most of the other things that I do, you know, even though I try really hard at guitar. I try really hard. But <laughs> I don't know. Your guitar works pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't show yourself short there. Well, you know, editing is amazing. Um, <laughs> All music's edited. That's true. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not as bad at guitar as... As I, I mean, I mean, you know, like, yeah, like that, that, that thing that I wrote, you know, I mean, I wrote that, like, yeah, you know, exactly, yeah, it's good. Know, so I'm, I'm not horrible. I, I wish, I, I wish I was better. I, I mean, I think almost every guitarist, except for you know, like fucking John Petrucci, 
and you know a couple other people fucking feel this way but it's just like i believe just like oh i wish i could play that it's like but i can't because my fingers don't do the thing um but like so i i can't help but listen to lyrics like lyrics are the thing that i like latch onto very a lot you know especially in bands like this like in metal bands it's different because it's like fucking the lyrics like they may they could be nonsense they could be just screaming pancakes the entire time and it really wouldn't make that much of a difference to me i feel like but, every metal band that exists has taken enormous amounts of offense at that and that's fine but like <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day it's like most of the time i'm not even trying like i can hear what mm. you're saying most of the time but like i'm not trying like the the screams are just an extra layer of distortion you know whereas here like the lyrics are the thing you know, like they're they're at the forefront. They're they're trying to communicate something, and when the thing that they're communicating like annoys me, <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's why you just got to stop listening to lyrics, Jason. It solves the problem. <laughs> yeah, well, make the lyrics more in- unintelligible, and then it's easier. You know, just it's really Kurt Cobain them and just yeah. like fucking mumble them, and then it would be better. Mm. But they're so clear and crisp that like I can't help but listen to them. <laughs> So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I I think I surprised you with this particular one, but yeah, I do not I do not really like this as much as I think you expected me to like it. Yeah, I definitely yeah I definitely thought you were just gonna like the whole album. Um, but I I mean I don't even really I, the the front half is really poppy. Um, they're like each of those is like a a fine standalone song, but yeah, Half Life one and two and the sprawl. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much um, is like why I recommended it. I I I I think that you will find that I like straight ahead four piece rock a lot less than you think I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like metal a lot more than I thought you did too. So, oh no, I'm a huge metalhead. I mean, yeah, I, I like straight ahead four piece rock more than you do. You probably do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like my music tastes are my music tastes are much more skewed towards either pretty much any genre of metal. Um, because I just I I, I like I like the uh, the music like the musicmanship of mm-hmm. of metal a lot. Like metal is fun to play you know, on the guitar. Like, it's yes. fun to try and learn metal songs because they're fun and they're cool and, like, it's good stuff. Yeah, um, you're a musician, so you appreciate... Yeah. Same reason why I like um, fucking math rock, because math rock is the same deal. It's 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 heavy guitar work musicmanship, and it's fun, mm. and it's, like... And to me, like, it's... Yes. It, 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 I, it, those are met like a lot of a lot of metal, not all metal, because some metal is very just, like, power chords the entire time, but, like... There's a lot of like death metal, especially, um, is very much like that. And math rock, it's 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 musicians' music, you know. It's like met like death metal is death metal is like the jazz of uh, <laughs> of metal. It's like all of the fucking cool guitar work and shit. It all happens in death metal, you know. I mean, like there's stuff in in Prague, but Prague is so fucking no Prague, Prague is, is loaded. Lo- Prague is wanky. You know, yeah, it is. And like, wanky. I like prog sometimes and there's plenty of prog bands that I really enjoy, but like a lot of prog bands just like try to be dream theater and dream theater is already too much dream theater for dream theater. So like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like we don't need more. We need less. We need to strip it back a little bit, you know? And then, I mean, fucking, you know, math rock is just cake. I mean, it's just like, it's like just watching somebody fucking be amazing on the guitar for, you know, an entire album and it's great, you know? So, like, yeah. I mean, that's where my that's where my, my loyalties really lie is with, you know, like, a lot of death metal and a with, lot of... Yeah. Technical musicianship. Technical musicianship. Yeah. It's, it, not too technical. Like, technical death metal, very impressive. Don't really like it that much because it sounds like fucking shit garbage. But, like, 
Sorry, both technical death bands. There are some technical death bands that rock, but a lot of them really don't, you know? So, like, a lot of them are just, like, throwing more notes at it for the purpose of throwing more notes at it. Which, if you dig it, that's cool. It's not my jam. I like it. I, I, I do like some amount of of actual, like, composition and not just I am going to make you see, like, hear as many notes as humanly possible in the shortest span of time. So, there it is. There's my, there's my hot fucking take. But, uh... I think that was, but that was that was about it that I had to say about this album. Do you have any other thoughts or? No, not really. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree that the best songs are the two, Half Life and Sprawl, especially Sprawl. I mean, yeah, Sp- yeah Sprawl two, yeah, Sprawl two, yeah. Because yeah. Sprawl one is just the the intro to Sprawl. Too. Yeah, Sprawl two is God fucking Sprawl song. two. Yeah. Every time I like, I, I wish it wasn't the 15th track on the on a 16 track album. I wish yeah. it was. I wish it was tracks one through 16 on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's it's the like capstone for sure. Yes. So shall we move on to uh, the uh, the Oathbreaker album? Yeah, let's Eros do it. Anteros. Yeah. Go ahead. Hit me with it. I uh, loved it. Hell yeah! Thought it was great. I did not like. I did not like the two longer songs. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. But like up and un- up until the abyss looks into me, I was like, oh my god, this is like fucking amazing. Like holy crap, I love this. It's just all really. I just I like. It's really. It's like it's like punky metal. Yes, yes. It is. I mean, it is literally I, like people literally describe this as post hardcore mixed with black metal, which I think yeah. is pretty goddamn accurate. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I even like the vocals. Well, I, mean, like, I should hope so. I mean, she's yeah. a fucking amazing like. I mean, like, oh, it's, like a, I said, it's a female vocalist. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't I hear mean, that I think at there all. might be, I think there might be like a couple tiny points where there is another vocalist on it, but like, yeah, it's, it's her the whole time. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't, I didn't get that all, but I, I th- it didn't bother me. The screaming didn't bother me because it's just like, because it's a female vocalist and you know, that's... no, 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 no. Cause it's like the music like supports the vocals. The fact that like the guitar is always like, just like screaming as well i don't know yeah yeah i liked i liked this whole it had the energy was great just like this reminded me a lot of amateurs for that's sure. why i put this on i was like i was like you know it's such a shame that amateurs only did like a couple albums i was like what if there was another one and then i found this band i was like oh this is what would yeah. was this is what it would be like it would be this band <laughs> yeah I'm really, I'm so shocked that it's a female vocalist, though. That's crazy. It does yeah, not sound man. like that at all to me. I mean, she is singing pretty low. I mean, she's like, she could, I mean, she's like, ah, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it just, it just sounds like a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the same thing with like, um, with like Arch Enemy, right? You know. Oh yeah, fucking, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think it's Angela. I can't remember what her last name is. Starts with a G. But God, it's um, been so long since I thought about Arch Enemy. Yeah. Well, that and, was like, still when I was like looking up music videos on like. <laughs> mtv.com or whatever i don't fucking remember god <laughs> i don't know if you 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 see like the audio tree live fucking like thing off to the side when you open up the album it's usually like pretty high up in the recommendations uh nope audio oh, okay. tree yeah oathbreaker on audio tree live oh no we have my algorithm is very very different than yours i'm sure yeah um, but, uh, fucking, I mean, like, she's so witchy looking. She's got, like, fucking, like, giant long hair, and she's, like, she's just wearing, like, just, like, black all down, fucking, like, Doc Martens, and, like, you know, just, like, the whole, the whole nine yards, and, like, it's just very, very oh, yeah, witchy. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very I witchy. It. I love it, you know? I mean, even, even the fucking album cover is super witchy, with, like, the, like, the, you know, the kind of, like, weird, like, uh, 
what's it called? Like almost like like the like second season of True Detective, kind of like weird, uh, fucking like totem just hanging out there on the, oh. uh, on the you know. I, I I just I love the whole vibe of this album. Yeah, it's great, and I feel like those first like the first eleven minutes of this album. So basically, right up until uh, yeah, the, the first four songs. Me, yeah. Holy shit! They like it's one after another. It's just like nonstop, like fucking boom, this and then this and then this, and it's just like like I sometimes I forget that they're all individual songs. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I actually I did find I found a link with separated songs out just because of that reason. I was like, I'm never gonna be able to talk about this unless I find out what what where one song ends and another begins. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, so you didn't like the abyss looks into me though. I didn't. I didn't really. I just I feel like their strengths were the like franticness of everything yeah and when they slow down it's like yes this now starts to sound like other bands that i've heard more so than like i mean i still like it it's just i'm not like i'm not excited you know yeah okay that's fair enough yeah i mean you know it it does it slows down it starts to groove a little bit more which is kind of in contrast to the rest of the music yeah yeah although that being said i mean both of those long tracks right are i don't know if you noticed but like on the album cover it's an a and a b side Oh no! I, oh, I see now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So both of those tracks are supposed to be the ends of their respective sections uh, of the. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. That so it's two out. It's two albums. Okay, it's basically like two albums. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. Well, then I do. Li- then I like these better as like end tracks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're I, I. But as like they were, they broke up the like energy of the album for me. Yeah. Now that I know they're A and B sides, that you know makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Now, what did you think of, uh, in particular, um, and I'm not going to pronounce this right. I'm just going to pronounce this as phonetically as I possibly can. So I apologize, uh, whatever language this is in. But uh, Offer and Delegates. Yeah. Again, it's just like, you know, this is back to sounding like black metal to me. (laughs) That's interesting Uh, that you say that. Right? I mean, it's like, maybe black metal is the wrong word, but like, it's like the like, so you didn't dig this particular song it's fine i don't like it's not like it's bad or anything i just i've heard that before i've heard like slow down tempo metal screamy music a million times Mm. okay well then i don't have any additional recommendations for you um (laughs) because that to me reminds me a lot of mastodon's first album um, yeah, ex- and exa- exactly. It reminds you of Mastodon's first album, right? Like, and Mastodon is that. Mastodon is sludge metal, you know. I mean, actually, well, honestly, like, there's a couple tracks on here that remind me of other bands. That one definitely reminds me of Mastodon, and I love that sound, by the way. Like that, that reminds me a lot of Trilobite off of um, off of Mastodon's uh, Remission album, and like that's like one of my favorite songs of all time. Like Trilobite is fucking amazing. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I get one more track that's like that, but. Um, the other one that I wanted to mention was, what did you think of Nomads? Love it. Absolutely loved it. Does, the it, like. rem- does it remind you of anything? Yes, Metallica. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm not crazy. I <laughs> yeah, was like, no. yeah, it sounds like it's, yeah. it's like a death metal Metallica. It's yeah, so they're, uh, weird. They're doing what is it? They're doing Iron Maiden riffs. Well, right? Metallica. But yeah, it is. It's like it's like old school, like uh, fucking thrash metal, you know? Yeah. Like it's. It's really, it's, when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, this, this kind of sounds like Metallica. This is really weird. Like old Metallica. Yeah. And it's like, that's why, that's the thing I liked about the album was like the energy, the punkiness, the like, the up, like really frantic, just like, just like constantly going. Yeah. And when it slows down, I'm like, okay, 
Like, I mean, I get you had to probably do this, but like, I don't need the breather. I could have yeah. kept going with the, with the, like, you know, I mean, that last album, the last mixtape I recommended, right? Had that song, um, anger or whatever on it or hate yeah, sc- scream scream. Right. It's just like, this album reminded me a lot of that kind of feeling of just like, yeah. yeah, this is, this is, this is such a get pumped up album. Cause it's just Sad, yes. so like, it just hits so hard yeah. oh. and it's, Oh yeah, no. Okay. And I'm just listening I'm so to the middle part of Nomad right now, and where it like goes down tempo at like 140, and it's just like the bass and the drums going. It's like, oh my god, yeah, Ugh. with like oh, the man. little like choral part in the background. Oh my god, that's my jam. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. yes, more of that, please. Yeah. Oh god. What when I discovered this album, I was so fucking happy. I was like, oh my god, this is such a diamond in the rough, man. Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is probably one of the best albums you've recommended by by no exaggeration. I love it. It's great. I I, I, I shouldn't have waited this long then. <laughs> yeah, this is really great. Cool. Uh cool. I mean, I don't have anything else to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> should I mean, we jump really on great. to should we jump on to the next one? Yeah, let's do some Jay Dilla. Let's do some Jay Dilla. So now I'm really curious what you thought of this album, if you didn't like The Suburbs, because I didn't think you were going to like this one. Okay. So let me sit back, you know, get a, get a, get a, get a cup of tea, you know, sit by the fire. I'm going to tell you a little story. So, you know, while I was waiting for you to recommend a second album, you know, you, you popped up with this, right? And I had not listened to it yet. And I saw the cover of it, and I was like, oh, okay. So you're going to recommend, like, a hip-hop album, which is fine, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's cool. Sure. But I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, but I was like, I had this really weird kind of like visceral reaction of just like, like, I don't, I don't really want to, you know, oh, yeah, like, sure, I don't, don't want to, yeah. I don't want to listen to a hip hop album. And I was like, well, why, why don't I? Right. Like, what's the thing? Why, why is, why is like, cause it's like, I, yeah, I, I would don't... never, I would never recommend you a raw hip hop album. Okay. And it's like, cause I don't, I don't really, I don't really like like rap and hip hop. Like, it's yeah, not, I know. It's, yeah. It's, I know you don't. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not my jam. And but I couldn't figure out why, right? Like I I I had I had a lot of trouble figuring out like well what is it? Because it's like I mean I've listened to like I've listened to rap, I've listened to hip hop in the past. Um, so there was a point in time where I, I I did enjoy at least a small section of it. Um, and then I stopped and I was really thinking about it for a while, and I finally came to the conclusion that much like you know how you find like growling and screaming vocals kind of cringy. Mm-hmm. I think I realized that I find rapping kind of cringy. I think that's yeah. really what it comes down to is like, there's just something about it that like, and this, again, this is just a me thing. Like, this is like, this is a hundred percent a personal taste. Like I just find, I, there's something about the rapping in general that I find kind of cringy. And I was trying to figure out what the hell it was. And I think it's because like, you know, I mean, I grew up in the nineties, right? And yes. fucking every like really bad, uh, like commercial or whatever, like, <laughs> had like somebody rapping in it and it like to the point where like in later decades like rapping in 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 out of context just became a huge joke of like wow somebody's really out of touch or like (laughs) wow that sounds really bad and I found that I have a lot of trouble distinguishing between that kind of rapping where it's bad and actually good rapping like To my ear, like I, there have been like there have been rap songs and like hip hop songs that I've heard that I can identify. Oh, okay, this is different and this sounds better than that like shitty rapping over a commercial. But then there's other times where I'm like, I, I, corporate corporate needs you to identify the difference between these two pictures. Uh, they're the same picture. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. A lot of rapping is very like rhymey mm-hmm. and like I don't know how to describe it, but I agree. There's like 
a lot of mainstream hip hop is well, I mean, it's it's not really mainstream anymore. It's like when we were growing up, mm-hmm. like lyrical poetry was a big thing mm-hmm. in hip hop. Yeah, uh, and like there's still artists that do that, like uh, Immortal Technique mm-hmm. and stuff, um, and uh, there's a bunch of others. Um, but I don't. That's not the kind of rap I like either. Like I don't like I don't like stuff where it's like you know it's meant to rhyme and like flow. I like aggressive. You know, I like Death Grips. Right? Well, I was, I was about hip-hop, to say, right? I was about to say Death Grips. It's like I, I can identify the Death Grips sounds different than yeah. you know. Hey kids, you want to buy some Captain Crunch? Let's something munch. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Identify that there's a difference between those two things, but yeah. like, there's just a lot of like, yeah, I mean, like a lot of like, I guess classic hip hop, like because people were emulating that in a shitty kind of like crappy way, it just like it burned into my mind <laughs> that like this is this is associated with cringy things and i can't uncouple from that association and so i just i i and maybe it's the same way for you of just like you can't uncouple like growly oh, yeah. screaming lyrics with being 12 years old in the back of the bus yeah, yeah. Uh, i can't i can't uh, disassociate it with no not even back of the bus i can't dissociate it with like being in high school and imagine dragons getting popular yeah and it's just like i am so fucking old. like i listen to real metal like what is this post metal bullshit i'm so much better than you guys with my agricocky and behemoth like and that's just you know yeah. I've, I've i've maintained those like biases un, un, unconsciously throughout my yeah. life so I'm not saying never recommend an actual hip hop album to me. Um, I I will I will I I, I yeah. accept that like it's it's it should be possible for me to like you know look past those inherent inherent problems with my own brain of just like I can't help but find this cringy. But anyway, so now let's get onto this album. So so then of course like the first track comes on and I'm immediately pleasantly surprised by what this is. You know yeah. like immediately. But have you ever heard of the concept of liminal spaces? I mean, I have heard those words before, and I used to know what they meant. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, for those who you know, for, for those listening at home, um, a liminal space is like a, a good example is something like an abandoned office building that has the lights like still running, like the electricity still going. You know, it's like it's cleared out, um, but yeah, and the electricity's on, but. Like, there is, there's no furniture, there's no anything in it, you know? Yeah, the walkway um, over the highway at night. Yeah, it's it's this it's, it's this kind of, like, if you're familiar, uh, and I know you're familiar with the term, but for the, like, if you're familiar with the term uncanny valley, it's like the uncanny valley of a space, where it's like, this space should be used for something, you know? Like, mm-hmm. this is, this this space is meant to be for something, and right now it's not being used for that thing, but it's sort of, like, it, it's still partially operational, and it gives you this kind of like almost unsettling feeling. Um, people love liminal spaces for horror and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like actually, a good yeah. example of a liminal space that I've experienced, you know, several times in my life because I've moved a couple times is emptying out an apartment. Like, oh yeah, that's a real strong feeling. Like if you stand in an apartment that you used to live in and it's now empty because your stuff has been, you know, loaded onto the truck, that's a liminal space. And that, it has that kind of, kind of strange, like, uncanny feeling to it. And even though this is, this is described as instrumental hip-hop or, you know, a couple other things, but, like, I almost would describe this as liminal hip-hop. Well, I mean, I think it's interesting, because I think you've, like, perfectly 100% hit it on the head. <laughs> right? Like, Jay nice. Dilla is a, is a producer. He makes beats for so I mean he's dead now. God rest in peace, but like yes. he's a he's a hip hop producer 
And like, so these literally are essentially unfinished hip hop songs. Well, right? no, like, I, I, I'm aware of that, right? So like, you're right. Like there is something missing. It's, it's the over track. It's the over vocal track, right? Yeah. It's I mean, like, yeah, this is hip hop without the rapping. And it's like, there's, there is something like, first of all, I loved this album. Like, oh yes. Great. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. This album. But there is at times almost like that kind of a creepy feeling to it. Of oh like, god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, oh, there should be something here that isn't here, you know. And it's like it's 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 unsettling in an awesome way. <laughs> yeah, it's so many songs just end. Oh, right? there's, mean, there's no attempt. There's no attempt to like soften it or outro it. It's like this is this is what I came up with. There's no like he doesn't try to extend anything beyond. It's like life yeah yeah i mean it's supposed to be like a like a minute loop you know yeah, that you play so over good. and over as a steady beat for a you know oh god it's fucking it's this 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 was i've never heard anything like this <laughs> hell yeah i've never i mean obviously i have because i've listened to the fucking bumps on yeah, Adult yeah, yeah. Swim, but like it's like i've you've heard never, working on it yeah yeah i i never realized that this was a thing that existed <laughs> oh yeah fuck yeah well then i have some great pants to recommend you if you like this yeah, no, this was this was this was literally incredible. Like I I was so so shocked by this. <laughs> well, hell yeah. What was your what, what were some highlights for you? Okay, so number one track on the album for me, I think, was Stop. Ooh, Stop. I don't have that one on my list. Let me listen to that. I mean, you listen to like literally eleven seconds of this song and you know why I like this. Why? It sounds like against all logic. Oh, okay. Okay. I was about to say, yeah. For me, the, the reason I like this album so much is it's halfway between hip-hop and house. Yeah. It's like yeah. a house album almost. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was th- that is my favorite track on the album. Um, now, the other one that's really, like, uh, really caught me, especially, like, just... I mean, let me just listen to it for a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, the, the actual, like, melody of Time, the Donut of the Heart... Oh yeah, yeah. Do 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 do. Fucking dude. And then like, and then they slow it down. It's oh, dude. Like it. It's fantastic. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's these. Every one of these songs has such like raw feeling. I love it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a special album, man. This is a real special fucking album. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that like. This these kind of beats are like the primary kind of beats you get now in hip hop. <laughs> like he is he is one of the biggest influences. Or it's like man, like someone he figured it out. Yeah. Um. Any other songs you really liked? I'm just going through my list. I'm just listening to them right now. I mean, for me, I would say Waves right off the bat because that's like I can like picture myself eating a bread sandwich at 2 a.m. when I was 13. <laughs> right. Bread like yeah. as soon as as soon as Wave comes on, it's just like yes, I know I know what this song is. Uh, it was like waves is really good. It's yeah. uh, weirdly enough that that one doesn't make it to my list. I don't. Um, well, I don't. I don't know how much I like it as a song. I'm just like nostalgia wise, right? It's like yeah, that was the, the that was the the bump music. Yeah, I mean the other two ones are two can win. Oh yes, which, that is on my list as well. Yeah, I, I mean again one. against all logic. Like yeah, it's the exactly. same kind of like deal of just like you know old school fucking you know yeah uh, like art samples yeah. Yeah, with with some fucking sick beats behind it, you know. And then I think the intro specifically to Don't Cry is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's like we could do this with every song. We could. Now, the one question I did want to ask you, though, Lightworks. Yes, that's on my list. So 
Did you have you listened to the original sample for that? No. Oh, dude, look up Lightworks Raymond Scott. Raymond Scott. Oh my god, come on. You can do better than this, YouTube. There we go. Oh, 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 okay. I didn't realize this was so like just straight up. Yeah, well, and listen to it for a little longer, because I mean it, Raymond Scott is a fucking genius. Oh my god. Yeah. Born right? 1908, just like, damn, this guy fucking, this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So Raymond Scott, a little bit of a genius. Uh, I mean, yeah, he was doing that shit in like the, the, the 50s and 60s. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, you know, no disrespect to Jay Dilla, but like that track was pretty much just, it was just Raymond Scott with like a little bit on the top of it. Like, Yeah. <laughs> And both Although of those, I, do, I will say that the, the added bit on top of the light works is it really it, brings it together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, both of those both of those pieces like light works and also, um, you know, uh, Bendix, the Tomorrow people were both Raymond Scott. Oh, OK. Yeah. So that that whole thing is just like like a like a fucking Raymond Scott love letter in yeah. in, you know, one minute and 50 seconds. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It was yeah. So I was really because I, I was like I was like oh did he like pull this from like a commercial or something? I was like that's what I, I thought. Know. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But it's like no, he pulled that from a fucking you know from a fu- and now I don't know if Raymond Scott pulled that from a commercial, but like I think that he I, I don't know I don't know. I mean, I mean Lightworks I, I, is certainly a thing that was commercialed. So okay, right? Those those little boards, little whiteboards, right? Little boards with like little lights you could put in it. That was Lightworks, right? Or was that something else? I don't know. Now that I'm looking it up, I don't think I'm right, actually. Oh, Light Bright is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I always thought it was a Light Bright commercial thing. (laughs) That's clearly not what it is. I don't think that it actually (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, Yeah, but the samples he uses are so... I mean, dude, MASH is like a Silent Hill sample. Let me take a a listen to that real quick. Oh, there it is. Yeah, right around 25 seconds it comes in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that 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 one really hits the... When I talk about liminal hip hop, like mm-hmm. that one really hits that like, oh, this is like this is uncomfortable, you know. Like I like it a lot, but it's like, ooh, this is like, oh. <laughs> Wait, this is what is the sample for Mash? It is, it is. This is Silent Hill, right? I'm, I'm not crazy. Uh, I'm there's a there's a every sample from Jay Dilla's Donuts song. So I'm just gonna just quickly pop through here. Oh. Oh, okay. Golden Apples by Galt McDermott. That's where that sample comes from. Got it. So I, I'm assuming a Kiriyama Oka sampled it then is what it is. That would not surprise me. That must be what it is. But yeah, I'm really, I'm, I am, I am surprised you like it because I, I thought you'd, you wouldn't like how uh, incomplete the songs sound. But like, I'm mm. glad you got that that was like the intention. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. So okay, so it's interesting you say that though, because I mean, I, I I I harped for a fairly long time in our podcast two podcasts ago, and I also want to readdress this since uh, you know I mean that's come out now, and I think eventually one day uh, we'll have some people yelling at me for it. But like I harped so much on the idea of the pure expression of an artist and how important I find that, mm-hmm. and I mean that's this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, like. That's 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 what this is. And it's like it comes through just so fucking brilliantly. It's like this is just somebody's fucking like raw shit that they've put out there. And like that 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 hits for me. Like and it won't always hit for everybody all the time. It won't always hit for me. But like when it there I don't think there is anything better than something like this. Like Jay Dillow was practically doing this album on his deathbed. I mean literally was doing this yes. on his deathbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's it's got that same kind of feeling of like, all right, this is my thing. I'm just gonna put it out here and that's it, you know? And like I I, I I dig it, you know? Like, I think that, like, that type of just, like, okay, I don't have a lot of time left, so this is what I'm, this is what I'm giving the world before I go, is, is there's some, there's a lot of, like, fucking power to that, man, you know? Like, yeah, definitely, no, 100, it comes through, it comes through. It comes through, and so, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, this album is, like, unfinished and disjointed, but, like, that's part of what makes it so good, is, like, I don't have time to, like, smooth out the rough edges on this i'm just gonna give you like fucking 30 31 tracks of just like the hardest shit that i can come up with yeah <laughs> and this is it and and i love and i love how this album is a loop oh god is it oh did you oh did god you... it is yeah the oh last my god track is donuts outro and the yeah. first track is welcome to the show to the and show. if you put the playlist on yeah, loop yeah and you listen from one to the other it just goes in a circle wow like wow. a donut. I never, I never noticed like that. Like a wow. donut, Steven. So I just, I missed the most obvious, like surface level thing. Of course, that's that's that sounds like something I would do. Yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> yeah, that's your, that sounds right. That's your yeah. trademark. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the obvious thing? No, no, no. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, I will mention anti-American graffiti. Another just absolute fucking yeah. banger. I, mean, tra- I it, love the way that that grooves. Like. Oh yeah. Da, 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 da. Bow, bow, yeah. Bow. This this like, album brought funk back to hip hop. I'm, I'm going to make a claim right now and say I would that. believe that's, that. Knowing that's what it no, did. Yeah, knowing nothing about like the actual, you know, like I know this was hugely influential and like I don't really like I said, cuz I don't listen to a tr- like really any hip hop or rap. Like I don't know like at what point people are like, "Oh shit, Jay Tilla." And then like, you know, started making more hip hop like this, but if that's true, I'm glad because fucking hell yeah, man. Like, yeah, even if it's not true, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend it is. Yeah, because it makes me feel better. And also, he's from Detroit, <laughs> where I live near. <laughs> yeah, his when was when did this when did Donuts come out? It was 2006, right? Yeah, like Kanye's best album, I think, is supposed to be My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, maybe or maybe Graduation. But both of those came out after uh, after this. I wonder if he was in because he's like the big. He's one of the big names. I don't know enough about hip hop either to say, <laughs> but I'm very glad you liked it. I, I I didn't think you would, so I'm very I'm very happy. Yeah, man. I mean, well, you know, you should have seen it coming. I, I loved Against All Logic, and this is this is this is very mu- in a lot of ways this is very yes. much the same vein, but like it's it's different because like I mean Against All Logic is is very much like a very like yeah produced. Against All Logic is overproduced. Yeah, I wouldn't even say overproduced. It's produced compared to this. Sorry, compared to this, it's overproduced. Yeah, it's this is this is just raw tracks, and my god, are they good? So, yeah, yeah I hugely dug this. I hugely yeah. dug this. Well, that means I know at least one album I can recommend to you right off the bat is you should listen to Ricky Eat Acid. Okay, because you have to throw that in the chat for me. Yeah, I need to figure out a good album that I can recommend because he has like twenty million. But that'll definitely be something I, I'm going to recommend to you. What hell yeah, haunt you forever. <laughs> Yeah, that's this is the album. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to recommend this for the next podcast or anything. Just if you liked Jay Dilla, I think you'd really like Ricky Eat Acid. Okay, I'll check it out. I actually also speaking of such, I did check out your uh, XXYYXX. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't listen to all of it. Uh, I think I got the. Oh well, yeah, just the one song though, right? I I only listened to one song. 
Oh, okay. I did listen to that, and then I also just like I, I went back and listened to the album. I mean, like, oh, I never listened to the album. How is the album? It's it's pretty good. I mean, it's a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, and and I think so. They apparently get compared to, or the weekend gets compared to them, or vice versa. I'm not really sure which. Oh, interesting. I've just started getting into the weekend actually, so that's really cool. Yeah, and I, I listened to the album that people like by the weekend. That like is the good one. Um, and similar deal, because like I mean, you know, again, just you know, going. To, to return to that little discussion that we had had at our longest podcast ever when I I, <laughs> I, 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 I went a little old man yells at cloud about pop music. Like, because you recommended, you recommended. Yeah, the Ariana Grande. Yeah, well, no, because you recommended this and you recommended The Weeknd to me as. Oh, yes. As like counterpoints to that. And like, okay, fine. But like, I, I almost consider those two to be way more like your standard electronica music with pop music elements than I do just straight ahead pop music. Bingo, bango, bongo. Yes, correct. Okay. So. Exactly right. That's what I consider good pop music. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, you know, there you go. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Some it's surprises. Fantastic. Some surprises. Yeah. Some some nice surprises. Yeah, some twists and turns along the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Oh, man. But yeah. Uh, so, I don't know what I want to do next time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we, we could do an album. We could do something else. Well, I mean, I guess what it really depends on is when we actually get around to recording it, um, mm-hmm. because The Witcher will come out, and... Oh, yeah, The Witcher and The Wheel of Time will be out, probably. Yeah, so we might have to do a double feature on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this might, uh, I mean, you'll find out, but this might be the uh, the last episode of uh, of this season. Um, so, uh, season two, woo! Unless, yeah. unless next episode is season, woo. the end of season two, in which case... yeah probably i I think i like that i like the idea of doing the witcher nice because i I know i'm gonna watch that as soon as it comes out so yeah so maybe we'll maybe we'll 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 wait to do the next podcast until that comes out in which case oh it's not till december though i see well that's the thing it's like you know we'd have to wait till december we might we might have to do one in in the in-between time in which case i can figure out another couple i mean i know what i want to recommend to you i want to recommend those two this town needs guns albums to you so yeah. I'll probably recommend that. like an I probably recommend like Echolin and Flower Kings would be my next two. Well, okay, that's actually okay. So just to I like mean, finally do my my actual like base of music that I come from. <laughs> can, can we? Can, I was going to actually ask about that. Do you want to do um a an episode of albums that we both know we both like and just gush on them? The, the ones I was the one I was going to suggest for sure is um TikTok by Gaspacho. Oh yes, yes, yes. I would love to do a a, a Gaspacho. Yeah, I would yeah. love that. Because that, I mean, you recommended that to me a million years ago, and I think that is still one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Whenever it comes up on my iPod shuffle when I'm driving, I'm always like, oh, yeah, I, I forget. I really like Gaspacho. These are a really good band. Yeah. So that's that's hugely up on the list. I know if we did, like, if you did a Flower Kings, you would probably do that one. Adam and album. Eve. Adam yeah, and yeah. Eve. No question. I, I love. So, I mean, that's. So, okay. You know, let's do that, man, because I, yeah. really I really want to do a let's gush about a couple albums that we, we yes. both really like. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all on board. Hell yeah. Okay, so yeah, then definitely uh, TikTok by Gaspacho. Uh, that, the one that you just said by the Flower Kings. I mean, is it As yeah. the World? Is that the, the, the Echolin album? No, I don't. Uh, I is that not choose. your favorite anymore? No, I okay. guess. I don't know. They're, I really, As the World, When the Sweet Turns Sour, Cowboy Poems Free are like... Oh, Suffocating the Bloom is really good, too. I have a hard time choosing Echo and Albums. I'll figure something out. So we can do the Sweet Turn Sour. I do like yeah, that one. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I love that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think that's my, that might be their actual best album, too, so. 
Yeah, that is a really good album by them. So then, I, I guess the other album for me then, so okay, so for, for me it was it was TikTok by Gaspacho, and then um, uh, e- I guess either one of the, the the two Black Bonzo albums we've listened to, Lady of oh. the Sound of the Apocalypse. Okay, I mean if we want to just gush. Black oh. Bonzo for sure. Okay, so then which one, Lady of the Night or Sound of the Apocalypse? Because they're both really good. Actually, I, I I even know the answer. Sound of the Apocalypse is fucking amazing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Oh man, I've been excited. That 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 might be actually a good uh, season ender right there. Is, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Fucking albums that we. It's either that or that'll be the Christmas special. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. This, this was good. Is good. Uh, stop.